The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. The 2020 US presidential election is happening in November, but with the country still in the grip of COVID-19, there's a lot of talk about how the vote will be carried out, and more specifically, the role of mail-in voting. In this episode of Squiz Shortcuts, we take a look at how US elections work, what mail-in voting is, and the issues surrounding it. Squiz Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. So to start with the basics, Claire, who can vote in the US? In order to be eligible to vote, you have to be over 18 years old, a US citizen, and in some states you can't have a felony conviction. You also have to be registered to vote. Yeah, and it's a very different dynamic to how elections work in Australia, and that, of course, is driven by the fact that voting isn't compulsory in the US. The last presidential election in 2016 saw a voter turnout of about 55% of Americans. A big study after that election found that it's apathy that's the leading cause of why people don't vote. And then there's what's known as voter suppression, and that's when there's efforts made to prevent eligible voters from exercising their rights to vote. That's an accusation that's rearing its head again with the politics around mail-in voting and we're going to get to what those accusations are in the next segment. But very quickly, Claire, give us a rundown on how presidential elections work in the US. Yeah, at a very top level, Americans vote for their president every four years. The two main American political parties, the Republicans and the Democrats, each nominate a presidential candidate after selecting him or her through primaries that are held in each US state between January and June in that election year. And then this year, the competition is between incumbent US President Donald Trump and his Democratic rival and President Obama's former VP, Joe Biden. Candidates from minor parties and independent candidates can also run in a US election, but they tend to struggle to gain traction or get the funding required to run a national campaign. When it comes to voters, traditionally those who wish to vote go to the polls in person on election day, so the first Tuesday in November. This year, COVID-19 restrictions mean more Americans will look to submit their votes early and by mail. Let's get stuck in. set the scene. There's a couple of ways you can cast a vote in the US, starting with ballot papers, as we do here in Australia. But the US also has voting machines. For almost 17 years, states and counties around the US have conducted elections on machines that have been repeatedly shown to be vulnerable to hacking, to errors and to breakdowns. And importantly, in tight races, they leave behind no proof that the votes counted actually matched the votes that were cast. So that's how you can do it in person on the day. More recently, though, several states have adopted measures that allow voters to submit their vote before Election Day by mail. That's something we're pretty familiar with here in Australia. That's right, but we can't really compare Australia's federal elections to the US poll. To start with, we have one body, and that's the Australian Electoral Commission, and they have just one set of rules. In the US, the poll is conducted by state election authorities and they all have different approaches to voting, including how mail-in voting actually works. So there's five states where mail-in voting is what they call universal. What they do is send out ballot papers to all registered voters, whether they ask for it or not. And then there's a group of states where you have to apply for a mail-in ballot and give a reason why you can't go to a polling booth on the day. And there's another group where you get a mail-in ballot by applying, but you don't have to give a reason. 
And this is where it starts to get contentious. To give context, the number of Americans voting by mail has increased in recent years, with nearly one in four voters casting their ballots that way in 2016. This year, thanks to COVID, the number of mail-in votes is expected to double, and that's being helped by states, particularly Democratic-held states, opening up access to mail-in voting, which is something that President Trump really doesn't want to see. What are his concerns? Trump says, and the quote is, mail-in voting is going to be catastrophic, it's going to make our country the laughing stock of the world. He claims that it will be linked to widespread fraud, which experts reject. There have been cases of postal vote fraud in state and county elections, but a Washington Post review of the 2016 presidential election found one proven case of postal vote fraud. And of course, fraud and election tampering is a really hot topic after the 2016 election where there was evidence that Russia got involved in favour of Trump's election. So plenty of experts have actually rejected Trump's claim that mail-in voting will lead to voter fraud. Critics of Trump's concerns say the real issue is the theory that more mail-in voting will favour Democratic challenger Joe Biden. Yeah, and the jury is out on that, although there are polls that suggest Republicans and Trump supporters feel more comfortable about voting in person on Election Day, whereas Democrats and Biden supporters are more COVID-wary and that they would take up an expanded mail-in voter option. On top of this, the increased volume in mail-in votes means the US Postal Service, which is already debt-ridden and under pressure, has flagged that it's going to have problems processing that many votes. Let's take a look now at how that claim is playing into the political debate. So, Claire, the US Postmaster General is a man called Louis DeJoy. He's a major Trump donor. And he's received a lot of flack lately from Democrats. He was recently appointed to that role by Donald Trump and he sought to put in place a range of cost-cutting measures to right-size the postal service. That means basically that government postal services all over the world are going through something like that at the moment, including Australia Post, given the decrease in letters that are going through the system thanks to digital communication systems. Some of these cost-cutting measures have led to postal delays and that could have massive ramifications for the election because if people aren't able to both receive ballot papers and then send them back quickly and easily, millions of Americans could actually be denied a vote. Which is a scenario that the US Postal Service has flagged with those state election authorities. The latest round of cost-cutting has been put on ice following outrage vented at the service, but there remains real concerns with more states offering mail-in voting. Some commentators are worried that concerns surrounding mail-in voting could actually see the election result disputed, and Donald Trump has indicated that that's something that he might do. With so much at stake, the debate over mail-in voting has gotten pretty messy. Experts predict that much of the debate will end up in the courts. It is. There's already been a record number of lawsuits launched over mail-in voting and the Trump campaign is also behind some of those lawsuits seeking to prevent the rollout in mail-in voting to more people. This is definitely going to be a developing story right up until polling day, so it's a good one to be across. And that's your shortcut to mail-in voting. On to our recommendations. My 
recommendation, Claire, is if you want to get a little deeper into the stats, it's an article from 538 that looks at data from statewide elections in the US that have occurred during the pandemic and stats and trends on how mail-in voting has performed already in those cases, just in case you really want to get into the numbers. (laughs) It's one for election nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, I've gone a bit broader. It's interesting to see what Facebook has done to try and counter misinformation on its side of it, of course, is under a lot of scrutiny at the moment, particularly given what happened in the 2016 campaign with Facebook used as a platform for misinformation. Mm. So they've rolled out a voter information centre. It's got some really interesting info. And that's all from us. Thanks for listening in. If you can't get enough of US politics, we've got episodes on the US election more generally, on Trump and Biden, the candidates, as well as the VP candidates, but also plenty of other topics. And each one has a written version on the website, if that's how you'd like to check them out as well. If there is something you'd like us to give you the backstory on, shoot us through an email to hello at thesquiz.com.au. Until next time. 